More exclusive interviews. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by ElisaIlana.com. Here's Mulberry Lane. We love chicks who rock and roll. And no one rocks harder on the bass than Regina Zune Roberts. She's played with Cowboy Mouth and CeeLo Green touring the world. She's now fronting hard rock punk band Detroit Diesel Power. They've released a new record, 1616. And she's here to tell you about her experiences on tour with Cowboy Mouth, CeeLo Green, and what it's like to be a chick in rock and roll. Regina plays the bass, she's on this hour To tell you all about Detroit Diesel Power Welcome to the show, Regina Hi, oh my god, that was amazing (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you Well, we love talking rock and roll with girls So this is a treat for us Oh, same here, oh my god And you girls can sing so beautifully Oh, Oh, that's so awesome Thank you (laughs) Thanks a lot Okay, so take us back to the very beginning How you first got that bass placed in your hands Well, when I was a little girl My parents had wanted me to learn how to play piano And that went Kind of okay. When I got a little bit older, I became a Duran Duran fan. And I okay. thought, wow, there's no way I'm going to meet these guys just as a fan. So maybe I should learn how to play an instrument. And I pestered my parents until they got me an electric guitar. And I played that for a little while. And that was a lot of fun. And then when I was in high school, I had some friends. And they said, oh, we want to do an all-girl band, but we need a bass player. We know you play guitar. How would you feel about playing bass? Okay. So I said, well, yeah, sure. And Why not? Then, yeah. you know, really took to it. And that was what I wanted to play. And I never really put it down. Okay. So, so that really connected with you. Yeah, totally. You actually auditioned for Cowboy Mouth. And you became a part of the band. So talk about that process. It was a Craigslist ad. Actually, I, oh. I've been playing with a couple of different bands in town, okay. and everything was just sort of falling apart. Mm-hmm. And I remember one rehearsal, just having a really terrible rehearsal, and calling my mother in tears, just like, oh my God, Mom, everything's going wrong. I want mm. so much to play music, but nothing is going anywhere. And she was having that, that talk with me, like, <laughs> oh, honey, well, maybe it's time for you to switch you know, your careers and do something different. Yeah. And I was bawling my eyes out as she was telling me this. Oh, and yeah. and um, the next day... I had jumped on Craigslist, and I just typed in female bass in the musician section. And then this ad came up, and it said that this band is looking for a female bass player. They do over 120 shows a year. And I asked my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband, I said, Darren, um, what do you think of this? And he said, you know, you should give them a call. Don't email them. John Thomas Griffith, the guitar player, picked up the phone. And it turned out that he was living in L.A. So we met a few days later Uh and just really hit it off. And, And they arranged for the audition. And it just went really well. And and before I knew it, I was in the band. Yeah. So then you went on the road with those guys. So what was it like being the only girl in the band? Oh, you know, they were like my my older brothers. And they treated me so well. They took care of me. They wouldn't let anyone be mean to me. And and they were just a lot of fun. And they're just sweet. It's good, clean fun with Cowboy Mouth. Yeah, and they have a lot of, you know, funny, hysterical songs, too. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. And and I just love those guys. Mm -hmm. So what did you learn? On tour with those guys? Hmm. You know, everything from, like, uh, what it's like to be on the road for that amount of time. It's sort of a combination of summer camp and, yeah. and like, being part of, like, a sports team. Because it's a lot of, you girls know this, it's uh, it's like an endurance test. Yeah. And yes. you have to really pay attention to your health. I, I learned a lot about how to try not to get sick while you're on the road because uh-huh. it's a really bad experience. Oh, not wow. only is it bad for you it's so easy to pass all cold along. So just out of consideration, you try really hard not to. Uh-huh. We're talking with bass player and rocker Regina Zernay Roberts, who's played with Cowboy Mouth, CeeLo Green, and is now fronting her own rock punk band, Detroit Diesel Power. Now you went to Kuwait and Iraq with those guys. Yeah. So yeah. what was that experience like? Oh, 
pretty life-changing. All of a sudden, I, you know, I was looking at all these kids, young kids who were sent to war, mm-hmm. and maybe they didn't quite know what they were getting into when they signed up, living in hellish conditions. Yeah, and, and you and saw that up close and personal. I did. Yeah. I did. We were able to, to live with them. They put us in the better accommodations a lot of the times, but... It was still rough, you know. You you'd go into this thing that was supposed to be a bathroom, and it was just like it was horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you're seeing like these girls, nineteen, twenty years old, who were like enduring it and handling it. The the experience is kind of what um, gave birth to what I wanted Detroit Diesel Power to be. Okay. We played a show in Kuwait that was really rough. There was a little girl. She had to be like only nineteen years old, screaming okay. bloody murder mm. in the audience in between songs. Not like, oh, I'm so glad to be here, but like, oh my god, get me out of here! Like it was something out of a horror movie, and I didn't know why. I found out after we played the show that she had watched her best friend get run over by an American tank, a U.S. tank. So it was <sighs> kind of like death by friendly fire, and she was just looking for an outlet. And I guess she had lived in Hawaii and had just signed up for the reserves. A lot of these kids at this particular base, I guess had done the same never expecting to get sent over into a war zone right and oh. and i just remember like crying on the way back to the to where we were staying that night and, and just thinking i felt a really um cold hard anger about it that they were sending these kids over i know that we're fighting for the united states and what it is that we believe and what's right but at the same time it felt a little like we were bartering these kids lives uh-huh. for um, maybe something more than than just what's right you know it seemed like it was about oil it was about something else it was about money and and that bothered me so much that um i just knew i wanted a a band that was rock and roll and all about like what's right and doing what's right and just shining a light on what really matters so you wanted to have the government for her okay so you wanted to have kind of a band with more of a social conscience yes i did and it just kind of happened naturally you know I didn't want to write any love songs. And, and even if I bring something like that to the band, not that I would dare because <laughs> they say absolutely not. They say no to me more often than yes. Okay. We, just, we didn't want it to be a band like that where it's okay. like sappy. It's too easy. We, uh-huh. you know, it, I wanted to do something that was really in your face and aggressive and, and just get straight to the point of what's going on. Okay. And that's a big part of it. Probably feel like it's, it's making more of a difference. You know, I hope so. I get a lot of satisfaction out of it because we, we're not, like, answering to anybody. Nobody is saying, oh, we're paying for everything that you're doing, so you have to do this kind of a project. Right. And mm-hmm. we, we won't have to listen to that. We can do whatever we want. And there's good and bad because, you know, a lot of people who are on, like, a major label or whatever, you know, they have more resources, but yet they may not have the creative freedom. And then when you're doing it yourself, you've got the creative freedom, but you don't necessarily always have the resources to do what you want. So it's a weird catch-22. And, and, you know, um, you want to do what's right for the label. You know, you realize that they're investing money. Right. And Mm -hmm. they also know what they're doing. They know, or you think that they know what it is that that makes them uh, an act marketable or profitable. So you kind of follow them blindly because they've been doing it for so long. It's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. What they say might not necessarily be the case. But it's really hard to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to do it that way. You're supposed to give me my creative freedom because you don't want to, like, lose access to all the resources that they have right. or the, the financing that they're giving you. Uh, you know, I never quite knew how to handle it. I mean, Philo, he, he had a totally different attitude about this. He had said to us more than once, you know, they want you to, you know, they want you to fight back. You, you know, you got to say no sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember laughing, like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, absolutely. But like was, you said, was, the hard thing to know is what do you fight back on? What do you decide to, you know, say, okay, we'll do it that way. And then what do you say? No. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. It's so hard to pick and choose your battles wisely. And plus, you know what? Sometimes you're not necessarily dealing with someone reasonable. Right. They, they may true. just get in a snit because you said that you didn't agree with them on something small. We're supposed to do this for a long time. We're not supposed to do this for like five minutes and then do nothing after that. And right. we're supposed to collect like this body of work and, and things that, you know, we're doing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be only about music. Like what you girls are doing, that you have a, a radio station and a show and that you're featuring other artists, but you're also, you know, expressing your own art. I mean, that's so smart. That's so like, that's so exactly what you're supposed to be doing as an artist. And well, thank you. It, it's it, you're not bound to anybody else's rules either because right. of what you're doing. Exactly. And that's, you're looking for like the long haul, the lifelong yeah. career, and that's how you do it. No one's going to hand that to you. And you, you got to go get it yourself. You have to kind of find the freedom in the creativity where you can get it. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's known as one of the best bass players in rock and roll. Regina Zerne Roberts. Check out our new project, Detroit Diesel Power. And we'll be right back here on the Mulberry Lane Show with more from Regina. Rock on. Here's some Detroit Diesel Power. Don't let them take me out. 